You're tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly show for video games, movies, TV shows, comics, tech news, and more. Now your hosts, Cody Pinnock, Samantha Cross, Sam Dunham, and Josh Harrison. Hey everybody, it's time for Nerd Overload, the pop and geek culture show that covers everything from Aladdin to Zootopia. I'm Josh. I'm Sam. I'm Cody. The return. I know, right? The return of the A thing to Z thing. Yeah. I'm well, bringing it call back. back. Oh, man. <laughs> and Disney theme. And di- even better. I know. Yeah. Two movies I love a lot, even though thinking back on Aladdin, it's kind of <laughs> well, problem- that's how problematic. problematic. That's how most things are these days. <laughs> I know. Yeah. So anyway, thank you all for tuning in. We have a great show for you this week. We've got a bunch of news, just an absolute smorgasbord of news Delicious. this week. So yeah, we had a lot easier time putting together the news this week than we have the past couple of weeks. It's yes, yes, <laughs> definitely. But first, let's talk about some things we've been checking out. Checking out. I watched a couple of movies recently. Cool. Uh, one was good and fun. The other one was a little shameful. Okay, let's hear it. Give me the shame first. I want to. I want to see your shame. Yes, I want to wa- taste let's it. Let's wash in that shame first. Let's wallow in that shame. I watched Despicable Me three. Oh, yeah, that's fine. Well, that's not shameful. Was Trey Parker good in it? Yeah, actually, I I feel like his character was interesting. Uh, I kind of forgot it was Trey Parker, and then every time I heard like his voice, I was like, "Man, that sounds kind of like Cartman." <laughs> <laughs> that was that was the only thing that had me even slightly interested in the movie at all. Was the fact that he was in it? Yeah, yeah, like, but it's it's he wasn't writing his own dialogue. It was yeah. him just doing a voice. Yeah, I, I feel which like do, which doesn't happen often, right? No, like it's usually he does his. He really only kind of does his own thing. Yeah, I feel like he maybe he did it for his kids or something. That I don't could know. be. Yeah, or I'm assuming he has kids. I, think I, he does. I believe he does. Safe to assume. I mean, probably doesn't need a paycheck. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. His character was kind of interesting. Like he was a a, a child actor. Back in the '80s, and was uh, his show was canceled because he grew up and hit puberty. <laughs> That's good. I like that. Yeah, that and, is a good concept. And mm-hmm. so he like it messed with him. Like his his show, I guess he was a child supervillain, but he wasn't <laughs> okay. really a supervillain. He was a character. Okay. But then him Hollywood giving him the snub turned him into a real supervillain. Uh, so that's that's clever. I and like that. He was like he's like trapped in his own like Allu- delusions. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, he's not. He doesn't trapped in his own persona. Yeah, he, his yeah, fictional yeah. persona. Well, it's not. It's not even quite that. Like he has moments, but he's like he uses it more as a theme. Okay. Oh. Then then he's like he actually thinks he's his character or something. And it's like, like that. 80s themed, right? Yes. Like everything is 80s. Flat top and and oh, parachute yeah. pants and yeah, all that. He's stuff. He's got like this like like this uh. This kid from Kid and Play, leg haircut. Excellent. He's got huge shoulder pads. Yeah. Like all his, most of his his evil plots though are based off old episodes of his show. Okay, <laughs> cool, cool. So how's the rest of the movie? I, you know, um, I'll be honest, the Despicable Me movies, they're not bad. I, I love the first one. The first one's pretty good. It's pretty I, solid. I, I thought it was a really good movie. Second one was, eh, I fell asleep during the like, first one. <laughs> kind of like the Santa Claus effect. Where you really like the first one, and then uh-huh. the second one was like, eh, he finds did, a wife. Did it? Yeah. Did the Santa Claus even really need a sequel? No. 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 But it did need it's, a third it's, it's, one with Martin the, Short as Jack Frost. Yeah. <laughs> Just jump to three. Just yeah. jump straight to three. I don't know. I feel like uh, like the motivations in the movie were kind of paper thin, really. Okay. Grew and uh, Lucy get fired from their supervillain fighting agency because of Trey Parker's character. Okay. Even though they, they stop him from stealing the thing he was stealing, he gets away. And then this other person comes in to head the agency and she just fires him. Okay. Does Gru go back to crime? Um, not really. Yes, but no. Okay. Um, he discovered he's, it's, he finds out that he has a twin brother Mm -hmm. and then he finds out that his family's legacy is being supervillains. Hey, there you go. Uh, cause apparently, their mom and dad split up when they were babies and mom kept grew and dad kept drew and Steve Carell voices both characters. Sure. So it's a, uh, Dr. Evil Austin powers in gold member type yeah. situation. <laughs> yeah. Except Drew's really bad at being a supervillain, like Dr. Evil. <laughs> eh. No, Dr. Evil was a bad supervillain. <laughs> he was a bad supervillain. <laughs> and he wanted, he wants grew to teach him how to be a supervillain. Hmm. 
but Drew is but Gru is more trying to use the resources that his brother had, which were considerable, mm-hmm. uh, but to get the get back at Trey Parker's character, which I I'm blanking on his character's name. Uh, something brat. I can't remember. Anyway. Wow. Okay. Well, um, so it's like you have a character that is a bad guy trying to be good and a good guy tr- desperately trying to be bad. And he's really bad at it. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's basically the whole thing. Gotcha. And then Lucy trying to deal with the girls and trying to be their new, like their mom. And see, that sounds like the weakest part of the movie. It is. It, <laughs> yeah. it honestly really is. Yeah. I could tell. I mean, it was an all right movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, if they don't make any more, I'll live. Oh, they will. Oh, they will. I don't want them to, though. They'll make Minions, too. No. Yeah. Because that movie was so How are the Minions? Were, did, did, they, did they say banana? Did they say the banana word? Not really. No? They did, always say the... Is, that's that's all I know that they actually, say. Actually, pretty early on in the movie, um, after... <laughs> they Dr- all die. After Gru, <laughs> after Gru gets fired from the agency, they like beg him to go back to being a supervillain. And he's like, no, I don't. I don't. I don't want to go back to that life. And they're like... They get mad at him and quit. Oh, well, there you go. And then they they did some... Oh, they ran around and did a little bit of hijinks, and then all, all of them got sent to prison, like mm. the same prison. That's so where, like where in they belong. Austin Powers 3 in Golden Member, where Dr. <laughs> Evil and Mini-Me went to prison. <laughs> <laughs> this yeah. movie's just Austin Powers it's 3. It's just Austin Powers you 3, baby. It. <laughs> yeah, yeah an, baby, yeah. With an 80s-themed character. <laughs> yeah. Instead of a '60s themed character, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's a it was an all right movie. Um, okay, what was the other movie? Yeah, let's hear it. I watched uh, Kingsman: The Golden Circle. Okay, cool. Oh, you you finished out the the pair. I, yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, it was good. Yeah. Um, over the top action. Good. Like before, the villain in the movie is even more super villainy. Awesome. She even has a pair of robot dogs that are almost like something out of like Wolfenstein. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Were the American characters as over the top as the British characters? Oh yeah, cool. They all wear they're, they're called statesmen, and they all wear cowboy hats. And all of their code names are alcoholic drink themed. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. Because instead of being a tailor, mm-hmm. like the, the Kingsmen are, they are, and the Kingsmen all have code names from King Arthur's court. Okay. They're a uh, a liquor distillery in Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> and. Uh, was it Jeff Bridges? Yeah, Jeff Bridges is in it. Yeah, he's the he's the head of the statesman, and his uh, his code name is Cham- White Russian. Sh- no, Champagne. <laughs> old, old Kentucky Shark. <laughs> his code name Champagne, but they just call him Champ. Ah, cool. Okay. And there's like a uh, whiskey and tequila. <laughs> was that Halle Berry in that movie? She was in the first. No, she's in the second one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, her code name is uh, Ginger Ale. <laughs> ah, well, there you go. <laughs> she's the 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 tech person. It was, it was good. It's nuts and crazy and goofy and my kind of like I loved it. I loved it like I did the first movie. It's just over the top. Like the opening, just the opening of the movie was a crazy fight scene. <laughs> That's great. And they did some nice little callbacks to the first one, which would probably have more effect if I hadn't just watched the first one. <laughs> yeah. Now, was this one also written by um, what is his name? Mark Millar. I'm not really sure. The guy who who created the comic series and wrote the first movie. I really don't know. Don't know. Honestly, okay. I, I couldn't tell you. I didn't. Okay. I didn't do that much research into it. Gotcha. I would, I would think so. More than you know, it's more than likely. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they kind of explain how. Um, oh, I know. I can't really say that's kind of a spoiler. Okay. Yeah. If it's a legitimately good movie, don't spoil it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I I recommend watching it. I got a quick movie, just real quick. Yeah. Throw it in Since there. Since we're talking about movies, do it. Yeah. Happy Death Day. I watched that. Oh, that looked terrible. It's really good. I thought it would be bad, too. I just wanted to watch a schlocky mm-hmm. horror movie. It was actually really, really good. It's really kind of self-aware and funny and also a decent you know, horror movie. It's like her birthday, but she, like, Groundhog Days gets murdered every day, yeah. right? Yep. Wow. And, and the lead has enough charisma and chops to make it entertaining. And funny and a decent horror movie. It's it's actually really good. That sounds awesome. Yeah, I thought it would be trash, but it was it was a really good movie. Good. Is that a Netflix or is that uh, a no? It just came out. On yeah, it just came out on DVD. DVD oh, it's yeah. on DVD. Okay, cool. Very cool. Um, I can do my check it out real quick. My first one is uh, Tech Repair, <laughs> <laughs> PC Repair. 
Um, I get precious few hours a week of free time and a good chunk of it was spent rebuilding my computer. So that oh, was fun. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good time. But hey, it worked and it's working better than it yeah. was before. Yeah. You so. can hear us. That means it works. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, this is not a rerun. So I did a good job. <laughs> uh, no, the other thing I checked out is a, uh, it's a podcast I just found. It's actually uh, relatively new. It's actually been running eh, actually for a couple months, I, I suppose, but I just found it. Um, it's called the Fandalites podcast. It is a uh, book by book recap podcast for the Animorphs young adult novel series from the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> and from the way the two hosts talk about it, it is painfully, painfully 90s to the extreme. I read a few of them. They're not good <laughs> the, the books and the way they describe it makes me nostalgic for a series that i've never actually read like i never wrote you know animorphs you're, i don't care you're probably yeah. better off when, yeah yeah when i was a kid and they came out i was like that's okay i'll stick with goosebumps the same here yeah <laughs> but uh no there are very legit like super raw scenes of like fighting and like body like cronenbergian body horror <laughs> When they, when they transform, they don't just, like, poof, turn into animals. They, like... American werewolf style. Yeah. Yeah, no, I guess one ish, one book uh, character turns into a horse for a while. And they describe in detail how the skin and muscles on the character's fingers all pulled back and then fused together and then became hooves. Like... There were bones Weird, that became one big bone. Because that's how horses' legs work. They're, They're more big like fingers. fingers. Yeah. yeah. Their horses' legs are just big fingers. That's weird. Yeah. That's weird that they made it so accurate. Yeah. And it's <laughs> like, and they like super describe like contorting and like there's a lot of scenes that take place like halfway morphed where they're like just blobs of animal and person. Oh, that's gross. And also the main uh, alien. The whole book is about there is a uh, a bunch of brain slugs basically that are hijacking people in a, an attempt to conquer the galaxy one planet at a time. And there is a race of aliens that are have deer bodies, but they're the, like alien centaurs. No, if you if you had gotten far enough into the series where they actually describe what the Andalites look like, they are not what they look like on the cover. They are blue. They have deer bodies and then heads connected directly with two arms sticking out of the neck. There is no torso. <laughs> oh, no. And they have scorpion tails. Big old scorpion oh, I tails. I remember that. I remember that. Yeah. Anyway, this alien gives uh, these five kids the ability to turn into any animal that they touch. And then one kid immediately uses it to turn into a hawk and screws up and permanently becomes a hawk <laughs> uh, until he gets the power to the hawk gets the power to turn into animals and he goes back in time and reacquires his self so he can turn into himself. He's now a hawk that turns into a boy. <laughs> a it's weird. A humomorph. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's real weird, but there is uh, a lot of like vor in this book series, I guess. Like can you explain to the audience what that is. <laughs> I wish I didn't have to, but I'm going to have to. Uh, Vor is a certain kind of thing that some people are into. A certain kind of thing. A fetish. A fetish, <laughs> as, as one would say, where uh, uh, they are into uh, being eaten whole. And there is... Or eating. Or eating or eating someone Either whole. way, I, yeah, I think. Goes, I don't it know. It goes both directions, I suppose. But the main villain of the series is a brain slug that has taken over the body of one of these shape-shifting aliens. So it has all these like alien animals that it can change into and it changes quite constantly changes into a giant monster with a big old mouth that eats everything whole, including its own species. Gross. Yeah. And they let kids read these. Yeah. Th these are young adult novels. <laughs> you know what? You know what? There's something I've noticed and uh, this is going to go back from like books I read when I was a kid and books that I've in recent years have read that are considered young adult or whatever. Mm-hmm. Young adult books have this thing where they just describe in detail some horrible things. Oh, yeah. Hunger Games did it. Yep. These books do it. Mm hmm Even the Redwall series with the talking animals. Oh, sure. Will do it. Oh, yeah, sure. And describe in huge detail either the death of someone or maybe they find somebody in a really bad way. Yeah. Oh, Definitely, yeah. yeah books it's... can get away with a lot more than like a movie mm -hmm. could for whatever reason. Yeah. 
It just, it just seems to be something like, because I've read a lot of books, and it's 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 a ongoing theme in young adult genre books. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, anyway, this podcast is really good. The hosts are um, 30-somethings. They're our age, so it's very contemporary, and it's uh, it does have foul language. They do use language, so it's... Full, full blast when they when they talk about <laughs> some of this stuff and um it's very fun and funny and i would suggest checking it out uh it's very good plus they're on episode 17 and there are 54 books in this series not including all of the spinoffs and side stories i wonder if they'll get into the tv series <laughs> uh i think they will after the book series is done from what i understand i'm not even sure how far the tv series went like one season i think far enough far enough Oh man, I remember how painfully bad the uh, the CGI in that show was. Well, oh, I'm, the, I'm sure. the TV series was trying to they like toned it down to the point where it was almost like the Secret Life of Alex Mack, but animals. <laughs> Here's the funny thing: you say that, and I was thinking, like when I was thinking of the level of technology, I was thinking Alex Mack. Yeah. Also, if you ever look at an Animorphs book, the middle picture, you know how the book is. There's always like five, like. Like yeah, stretched out pictures. Yeah. One is like of a person and the other one is on the other extreme is, is like an, an animal. animal. And then the ones in between are like halfway, like yeah. really bad Photoshop, like photo morphing between the two. Some of them are just like the worst. Oh yeah. They're, they're buck wild. <laughs> There's one in particular. That's a starfish. Have you ever seen oh, it? Oh yeah. I've seen the starfish. <laughs> I remember as a kid playing with Photoshop and doing photo morphing. <laughs> Oh yeah, there was a there's a program I had on my computer when I was a kid where it was like it was basically a an old antiquated gif maker basically and you would take an animal and a you know two pictures and they would like morph together. But you had to sit there and like line up like with these dots like these where the eyes are, this is where this is. Anyway, animorphs. Oh, it's, it's a good time. Anyway, man. Cody, I've got I got quite a few things actually, but we'll start with uh, Samantha and I went to OhioCon. Uh, last weekend the, i'm sorry the, it was fun yeah. the ohio uh anime convention it was a good time there was a lot of really great costumes um mm-hmm. some funny things happened that you will only see at a large anime convention oh i'm sure yeah we, i've been to a couple anime conventions when, when we got in the elevator to go to our ho- uh, hotel room when we first got there it opened on another floor and just uh roundabout by yes just started blasting out of the hallway <laughs> which was hilarious. That's great. We saw a poison ivy digging through the garbage in the food court. <laughs> I, I said she must have accidentally thrown away a recyclable. Yeah, it must have been. Samantha was like, I think she dropped her retainer, which is also <laughs> funny. Probably, also probably true. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it was a good time. Walked around. The dealer's room was cool. It was spread out more than it had been in the past. Well, that's they, good. They had it in actually one of the full-size con good because i remember going years past and it was just like you're just rubbing up against everybody yeah and it was super there was a ton of people there sure oh sure i wore a t-shirt with squirrel girl on it (laughs) and like a couple squirrel girl fangirls freaked out about it oh that's awesome yeah (laughs) including including somebody cosplaying squirrel girl so that was excellent nice that is cool people love squirrel girl yeah she's the best they're nuts about her (laughs) so true (laughs) Um, went to a couple panels that were really interesting. One of them was called uh, What the Film? Okay. And it was just clips of weird, like, gross things that are in mo- Japanese movies. Okay. And uh, I came the closest to throwing up after <laughs> seeing something in a movie than I had ever been because of stuff in this panel. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. What movie was it? Visitor Q. It's Sounds a, familiar. It's a Takesh- Takeshi Miike movie sure it sounds really again it sounds really really familiar i don't even want to describe (laughs) what happened on the air because it was that gross probably yeah it's a mike film so yeah probably did they show anything from uh tetsu the bullet man no they didn't show i'm surprised they didn't show anything because that's like crazy yeah or tetsu or the iron man iron man yeah that one's gross too yeah um they did show a clip from a mike film where a man climbs out a yakuza man climbs out of a woman uh yeah it was pretty horrifying sure (laughs) that i mean that was an entertaining panel for as gross as it was cool cool we did there was one that was the the funimation preview of anime to come okay i'm like okay cool you know it'll be dubbed Mm -hmm. (laughs) we'll go to that panel 
it was two episodes of a rugby anime. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't bad. It was a decent show, but it was not what I was expecting. <laughs> I mean, I guess if ice, if anime can make ice skating exciting. Yeah. Yeah, true. I mean, true. and there wasn't even a host. I was expecting somebody from Funimation was going to be like, here's what's coming this, you know, soon from Funimation. No, we just walked into a dark room and the rugby anime started playing. <laughs> I mean... It was Funimation. You're lucky it wasn't Dragon Ball. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I honestly probably would watch more episodes of it if it was, you know, if I had time to kill. I mean, it wasn't terrible. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, their game room was pretty cool. It was the Akiba Arcade people oh. brought a bunch of their machines in. So it was a lot of music games and cool oh, that's stuff cool. like that. Yeah, right on. It was nice to not have to drive home afterwards. This is the first time I'd done an overnight at a con. Okay, yeah, it's it what, is what, great. What hotel did you stay at? Hyatt. Oh, okay. The Hyatt Regency. <laughs> it was it was really nice. Sure. You know, we got pizza at night. Excellent. Eat pizza in the hotel room after the con. It was fun. Cool. And we got to go to some of the later panels because of it. Like you didn't that, have to drive back yeah. super late. Yeah. Like that film one. It was the later one. Okay. And there was one afterwards that was just like crazy stuff from Japan, crazy clips from Japan, which was, it was funny, but also like borderline kind of racist. Sure. <laughs> yeah. And also they showed a clip from the movie, The Mermaid, which is a Stephen Chow movie who is not Japanese. He's not Japanese. No. <laughs> as, mu- as, as entertaining as he is. Yeah. It started playing and I'm like, this isn't Japanese. <laughs> this, is, this is a Stephen Chow movie. It's a very famous movie. It did, <laughs> it did very, very, very well in China. It was like, like the number 10 mo- uh, highest grossing film of 2006 or seven? Something, yeah. Yeah, something like that. But is it... The point is, it's a very famous movie and is not Japanese. Yeah, but that's it. It was a whole. <laughs> it's a Hyokan. Yeah, it was. A I whole, mean, it was a whole panel of oh, Japanese people are so wacky. It's like that's a generalization. That's, that's not good. <laughs> that's how the game. That's how the television shows are. That's how the game shows are. Yeah, there was a game show where you have to kiss a butt. <laughs> they like, <laughs> they like hide the gender of the butt. And then you got to pick which one and kiss it and hope it's the gender you prefer. I think my favorite one is the uh, is the if it's if it's candy. Yeah, or not. they showed that one. Yeah, they put you in a room with a bunch of regular objects and one of them is candy. Uh-huh. So you have to yeah, bite. one of them is chocolate. Yeah, you have to bite stuff until you find the find thing that's the chocolate. Candy. Yeah, awesome. like one was like a door handle, a chair leg. <laughs> I I would legit play the. Uh... The slippery stair one. I was just yeah. going to say the slippery stair one where everyone's all greased up and they're trying to climb up that like stair mountain. Yeah. Yeah. And it takes them like 20 minutes to do. <laughs> yeah. There's like 20 <laughs> steps. They didn't show that one. It was really? that's probably too new. It's, yeah. Uh, did they did they show the one where you have to like you and like two other friends have to like scale this like inclined wall? No. You got to like stand on each other's shoulders and kind of like hop around like a like an idiot they mostly just showed the butt one oh. <laughs> there was another panel that was japanese game shows okay oh that would have been a good one because i love japanese yeah. game shows but it was either that or the what the film and <laughs> i went to the what the film yeah what, who were the spe- were there any special guests there was a ton of voice actors and like good ones oh mm. cool but it was so crowded there's no way you were going to get into any of those panels yeah they, their lion situation is not great. Well, yeah. <laughs> Half the time we didn't know which line was which or where we were supposed to be standing, and it was confusing. There was just a big group of people. And like they try to organize it, but it's like they don't tell their people that are mm-hmm. doing the lines what's going on, so they don't know where to line people up, and yeah. it's a mess. Yeah. That's something they definitely need to work on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> For a con that's been around, you know, since I was in high school, probably before then. Yeah, it's it's one of the longer running ones, yeah. but also it's not managed particularly well. There have been years in the past that I've gone, and it has just been womp womp, not great. This is a, it's definitely better than it had. I haven't gone in a couple of years. Yeah, but the last couple of years they've had like no guests whatsoever, or it doesn't look like anything going on. Mm-hmm. This year was it was it seemed like a return to form. They kind of tried this time. Yeah. Okay. There cool. was a lot. Of, there was a lot of voice actor guests, and they seemed a lot a better put together than they'd been previously. Yeah. I, I wish I could have went to the voice actor panels. the The voice of my favorite character from My Hero Academia was there. 
Okay. That would have been a fun panel, probably. Probably. One of these days I'll watch that anime. It's so good. There was tons of people dressed as characters from it, too. I'm oh, I'm sure. That was, the, that was the hot costume this year. How many f- are frappies? Frappy? Yeah. Plenty of frappies. Frappy's the best character, too. That's <laughs> what I keep hearing. I've yet How many to people watch the were, show. were Detroit Steel or whatever his name Detroit, is? Detroit You mean uh, All Might? Yeah, whatever. I, don't I know. actually only saw <laughs> one. Detroit Steel? I don't know. Well, he always says the name of American cities when he uses his special moves. So it'd be like, Detroit Smash! Or... <laughs> There, I only steal. I only saw one All Might and it was the sick version of him. All I know is he wears red, white, and blue and has stupid hair. Yeah, well he he's sick and dying and he can only hold his big muscle hero form for like a couple hours a day and then the rest of the time he's a skinny sick man. Ah, uh, okay. It's a great show. You should watch it. the The manga covers are uh parodies of american comic book covers oh okay it would be it's totally up your alley i'm sure it is <laughs> i'm sure it is and someday i'll sit down and watch it but it's on verve okay you have verve i have it but there's no reason for you to not watch the show no there's plenty of reasons why i should not <laughs> sh- watch a show but i'll it's an anime i will take your <laughs> i will take your advice and someday i will sit down and watch watch an anime <laughs> It still boggles my mind the fact that you you hate anime so much yet you watch Japanese live action television. It's yeah. different. No, it's, no, it's not. not. It's different. No, it's, it's not. It's very different because no, they're not cartoons. They're people acting outlandishly cartoonish. And yeah. that's great. It's the same thing. It's different because people don't act like that. It's the in same. Real life. It's the same thing and you're lying to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I will die on this hill, Cody. <laughs> We're here. We're your friends. You you can be honest with us. It's cartoons. I watch cartoons all the time. <laughs> yeah, I know. I watch cartoons, but not anime. <laughs> oh, man. All right. You said that you had some other stuff to check out. We're kind of running short on time, but if you want to fly through them real quick, we can do that. Sonic, I game flied Sonic Forces. Okay. And it is the best garbage. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, it's not a great game. It's not unplayably bad. That's like, what I keep hearing. It, it's yeah. okay. But the storyline is so buck wild stupid. <laughs> like, it literally is just like some fan fiction they stole off the internet and made a game of it. I mean, yeah. it's got OCs in it. Yeah, it's got your own self insert character and everything. Yeah. So, what, what OC did you pick? Rabbit. Rabbit? Dark blue rabbit. I don't yeah. know why. Did you did you give it the crazy googly eyes like all the YouTubers did? Oh, no, I didn't. I get, yeah. It just has regular eyes. Oh. Uh. I'm surprised you didn't pick the big the cat eyes because they're in there. <laughs> I I went I just went normal normal with it. I, I wanted to make my so own. So you actually played the game and yeah. not like joke played the game. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. The, the number of like fashion choices you unlock is just ridiculous. That's they're what just, I like, that's what I hear. There's yeah. so many items and like some of them ridiculously dumb. Sure. I mean, they they knocked it out of the park with that particular aspect of the game. Mm -hmm. I heard the levels with the OCs are, like, very limited. Yeah, they're fine. They're regular 3D I mean, like, like, like the amount of them. Like, you don't even get to play the whole game as your character. Yeah, it's they're weirdly split up. There's Sonic levels, Mm -hmm. there's classic Sonic levels, and then there's there's, OC uh, OC levels. And there's there's... also OC character and Sonic levels where you team up in Sonic the Hedgehog's your best friend like in your dreams. <laughs> <laughs> so if, uh, if you ever wanted a game where you were best friends with Sonic the Hedgehog, you know it. Here it is. Well, there you, know, you go. This is for you. Perfect. I mean, I, I think I could survive on a diet of chili dogs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the classic Sonic levels are dumb and sure. have no reason to be there. It's just like they're trying to please everyone and ended up pleasing no one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and plus, people who like classic Sonic already got Sonic Mania, yeah, which you, is astoundingly better than this game. Yeah. Do you think they included classic Sonic just because they had the assets already in the game in-game engine from Sonic Generations? Probably. Well, I think I seriously think they're just trying to please everybody. They gotcha. don't. They didn't want to make all 3D Sonic levels, and they wanted to do classic ones too, mm-hmm. so everybody gets a little bit of something. But the classic Sonic levels are boring. Mm-hmm. And the music is bad. It sounds like like they're trying to emulate the Genesis sound and mm. like the classic music from Sonic games, which is really good. Sure, the old Genesis music is excellent. Oh yeah, Michael ja- Michael. I said yeah, Michael Jordan. Mike, no, Michael Jackson. Damn it! I I almost said Michael Jordan. I wanted to say Michael Jackson. 
and then said Michael Jordan. Yeah, worked, <laughs> he worked on Sonic 3. Yeah. So, but this music sounds like they lock somebody in a room with a gun to their head mm-hmm. and let them listen to 30 seconds of music from an unrelated Genesis game. Oh. And said, okay, we need that now for Sonic. Wow. And that's what, and that's what it sounds like. <laughs> okay. Huh. Which I don't know how they could mess that up so bad. It would have been better if they just used the same music. Yeah. Um, or just not had these levels at all because they really don't add anything to the experience. Well, they pad out the overall game time. Which is not very long, I hear. I haven't no. finished it yet, but I heard you can get through it in about two hours. That's what I hear as well, which is fine if they weren't charging $60 for the game. It's it's like 40 I think. Uh, it's it's not full. It's still too much. $40 for a two-hour game? Yeah, it's still too much. Yeah. but I mean, Not when I can play Doki Doki Literature Club for free. Yeah. <laughs> Man, that game messed me <laughs> But it's not it's not super garbage. Okay. I mean, I don't know. I wouldn't pay forty bucks for it, and twenty is almost ask is questionable. Mm-hmm. But like, it's an entertaining time, and you get to laugh at the the Buckwild story, <laughs> where where they say things like, "Of course it's bad. That's why it's called war." Oh God! And it, yeah. And there's a part where. Uh, your character comes against up against the big bad guy infinite mm. yeah and uh is over to over able to overcome his fear because he remembers inspirational things that sonic had said to him previously like it's just cutaways to it just sonic talking <laughs> is, is shadow in the game yeah he's a dlc he has like a dlc store doesn't he yeah he does yeah. he's not in it a whole lot yeah. I mean, the main bad guy kind of has a cool power where because of the some kind of magic gem crystal, mm-hmm. he can create a virtual reality things that your brain thinks are real. Mm-hmm. So that's how he creates all of Sonic's past villains that show up. He creates these fake clones. Yeah, although you of... don't actually get to fight Chaos, which is a shame. No, yeah, he just kind of disappeared. Yeah, uh, but you Al- get almost fight... like he was in the game and then they took him out for some reason. Yeah. You get to fight um, Shadow and sure. Metal Sonic, which is Metal Sonic's cool. And also, I always liked him. And also that weird demon red, yeah, the red Bowser devil guy. knockoff. The bow- yeah, you fight <laughs> from, the Bowser. <laughs> from Sonic Lost World. Yeah. Which nobody cared about. Nobody cared about that And they game. still have those wisp things from Sonic Colors in there for some reason. It's just like, you guys kind of like that one, so we're going to stick with that forever. Yeah, at least there's no chows. Well, I mean, I would <laughs> I would be down for some chow raising. Yeah? Okay. At least there's no talking chow that's telling you, tutorializing at you constantly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. For like a 3D Sonic game, it, you could do worse. Glowing recommendation yeah. from Nerd Overload. You could do worse. It's Well, I mean, I rented it on Gamefly, and it's definitely worth the rental just for okay. how buck wild and hilarious it is. Gotcha. Okay. That's fair. That's very fair. Listen, we are over time, so let's go ahead and take a break. And when we come back, we'll get into a little bit of news. Faster every minute What could I do more? 
We're back. That was Superman by Goldfinger. It's a great song. Very close to ska. Yeah. It brings me back to my uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater days. There you go. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, let's get into a little bit of news here. And we played that because there's actually a little bit of Superman related news. First up, Superman is getting a couple of new writers on his, uh, uh, both of his comics uh, for DC Comics, uh, which is nothing new. Their writers change all the time. The uh, big news is that the uh, writer coming into the series is Brian Michael Bendis, who previously had an exclusivity contract with Marvel for like, God, how long? Uh, he's been with like exclusively with Marvel for like, what, 15 years, 10 years, something like that? Yeah, something crazy kind of like that. Some crazy amount. He Well, Brian Michael Bendis, most well known for uh, books like Ultimate Spider-Man, the creation of Miles Morales, the the uh, second Spider-Man, uh, created, Jones. created Jessica Jones, the did the book Alias, pretty much reinvented Luke Cage, uh, brought him back from obscurity. Yeah, um, he was the editor in was he ex- editor in chief for a while? I think he was uh, at least at know. one point, or very high up in the ranks of Marvel Comics. And uh, he, yeah, he recently ended his contract uh, amicably. There was nothing, you know, he was just. His contracts was with, was up with Marvel, and he decided instead of sticking with them and re-upping to explore other options, and is, has ended up at DC. Uh, that's excellent. That's really good news for Superman and DC Comics, I think. Oh, yeah. It's cool to see exciting changes happening at Superman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is, uh, this is uh, really, really uh, very cool because, like I said, Bendis is a very good writer. Um, with an asterisk, uh, don't let him write um, anyone saying magic words. <laughs> he was uh, he wrote uh, on the Avengers there for a while, uh, and Doctor Strange was on the team. And his uh, uh, spell words are basically: uh, if a cat walked over your keyboard, that's what that's what magic spells written by Ma- uh, Brian Michael Bendis <laughs> uh, spell out to be. Well, hope he doesn't like write for Doctor Fate. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, but no, it's re- really cool. He's uh, starting off his uh, his tenure with DC with a six issue miniseries uh, called Man of Steel, and after that, he is going to be taking over the monthly duties on both Superman and Action Comics. So he is like the entire corner of Superman, that whole corner of DC Comics. He is pretty much taking for his own, and that's, that's really fi- cool. That's fine. Superman needs new needs new blood. Yeah. Well, they just they just recently brought him back out from the whole um, new weirdness with the new 52. And yeah. Where you had like young jerk Superman and then classic Superman was secretly living. I think we talked about this. We last have, week. we yeah, have we summed this up like literally last I week. Think I think it was last week. So just listen to last week's episode <laughs> and we'll, and, and you'll get an idea, but this is good because he's writing classic Superman. Yeah. And this coincides with Superman getting his classic costume back, which is really cool. And I bet you anything Bendis was like, Hey, if I'm going to do Superman, I want, it done right and that means slipping back into those red undies uh, yeah that's right (laughs) so uh, so yeah so that's really cool now uh along with that good good superman news super spider news super spider news uh there is a little bit i don't want to say negative news but like less good news doesn't sound as good yeah uh there's already one superman themed prequel show television series in the works for the sci-fi channel called Krypton, which is dumb and stupid. And I hate it. I think I saw a trailer for it. It's dumb and stupid and it's awful, right? Yeah. It just, it didn't look good at all. It's about Superman's grandpa living in utopia where there's no problem (laughs) on a planet where they don't get superpowers because of the red sun. Yeah. There's, there's no point. Anyway, along with that, there is another Superman prequel TV series in development. I don't know what station it's for, but it's called... We'll say Freeform. Let's say Freeform. Why not? Why not? It's always Freeform. UPN. It's going to be on UPN. Yeah, they're bringing back the UPN. Mm-hmm. Specifically for this show, and it's uh, it's titled Metropolis. It is set in a time where uh, uh, Superman, Clark Kent, is still on the farm in Kansas, so he will not be in the mo- in the show at all. It will instead focus on young, uh, budding reporter Lois Lane teaming up with young Lex Luthor to solve crimes. <laughs> that he's probably causing. That he's probably causing. Yeah. It's one way or another. They need to find out who stole those 40 pies. Uh, it's That's terrible. <laughs> I would have been more on board if it was just about Lois Lane. I would have been too. Yeah. 
I don't know. I mean, it's it's better than Krypton. Yeah. In, in premise, and it's better ish than Gotham in premise. <laughs> Why do we keep making TV shows about superheroes that aren't about superheroes? Because they can't get the rights to those superheroes because they're tied up in film rights. Then why even do it? Because money. <laughs> I was going to say make up your own superhero and do a superhero show about that, but that's how we get the cape. So That's how you get that's how <laughs> Do you want the cape? Cuz that's how you get the cape. <laughs> I feel like the the cape is like a superhero themed like affliction. <laughs> I've yeah. got the cape, and he turned into a super like super sorry, man. Sorry, I can't come into work today. I've got the cape. I came down with a with a nasty case of the cape. I got to get an ointment. <laughs> yeah. It's either that or I got to go outside and fight for justice, and I just really don't want to do that. Yeah, <laughs> no capes. Yeah. Uh, does anyone actually out there actually remember the cape? I remember bits of it. I never I never watched it. Yeah, the whole thing was this guy joined the circus was like presumed dead was on the run from the cops presumed dead joined the circus and learned how to manipulate a special silk like cape fabric to make it like an extension of his arm so he would whip his cape around and grab stuff with it that's dumb do you remember do you remember birds of prey yes i do remember birds of prey it wasn't great was not great no it was awful yeah you ever see that clip from batman the brave and the bold that's uh, Black Canary, Catwoman, and Huntress singing a song about being the birds of prey. No, I've never yes. seen that. It's yeah. fantastic. Okay, I'll yeah. have to look that um, up. It's <laughs> Batman is in his his crime boss alter ego, but I think he's kind of forgotten who he was. Oh, Matches Malone. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And they're singing, and it's uh, it's a really suggestive song. Yeah, it's full of double entendres, and it's for a Cartoon Network show. It's hilarious. Oh, that's great. Mm-hmm. That's super great. All right, well, hey, while we're talking about superhero movies and stuff, oh, let's uh, let's keep on moving. Um, let's go on to the uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp trailer that dropped. Yesterday? Uh, a couple days ago, yeah, yeah. I want to say a couple days ago. Looks fine. It looks like a Marvel movie. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know if it's superhero movie fatigue or that I've gotten spoiled by, like, some good, of the Marvel how recent, good Thor was how good Thor was how good the the Guardians movies were how good Black Panther uh, Black looks. Panther looks and how not just good but different they mm-hmm. look different and Ant Man and the Wasp looks fine but it looks too safe it looks like just it looks like Iron Man it, this is gonna be your Doctor Strange level Marvel movie is what it's gonna be yeah which is eh, which is perfect, know, which is Doctor perfectly Strange fine was, Doctor Strange got weird uh, well yeah. I mean, I lo- don't get me wrong. I really liked Doctor Strange. Sure. But it was a Marvel It was pretty movie. by the numbers. <laughs> Except yeah. for the scene where he trips out for, you know, 20 and, minutes. And flies through the Kirbyverse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, again, this movie looks fine. I'm glad to see the Wasp getting a very prominent role in this film. Yeah. I hope, I actually hope she gets more of a role than Ant-Man. Because I think Paul Rudd's character works best as, like supporting supporting comic foil yeah the shrinking and growing effects were very cool in the trailer they are very cool in the trailer the the van driving underneath the under other van and growing and throwing it out of the way that's cool that is cool the giant pez dispenser Mm, very very cool (laughs) um the villain of the movie i could care less about to be honest with you in typical marvel movie fashion it's the ghost who is just iron man but the suit can go intangible and go th- walk through walls. Also, there's like a white cape and hood over an Iron Man armor. <laughs> That's it. Doctor Doom did it better. But yeah, Doctor Doom did many things better. <laughs> so yeah, uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp looks fine. I'll, you know, I'll see it because I'll see all these movies. Because you gotta. Because you gotta. Universe. You gotta. You'll miss out on something and after on credit scene i'm sure yeah, yeah. Be an after credit scene that ties into the bigger picture of course especially with the next avengers coming so soon yeah and it looks like the movie itself is going to tie directly into uh civil war yeah, yeah. They, they make a few references to it yeah but uh but no it's fine i'll see it i kind of liked uh the one thing where uh where paul rudd's talking to um michael douglas and he's like like she's got wings and blasters. Did you just not have that tech when you made my suit? Oh no, I had it. Oh no, yeah, I had, yeah, yeah. that was funny. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. I feel like that's gonna be like the one of the good jokes that they put in the trailer to you know it kind of ruins it. I never saw the first Ant Man. I need to go back and watch that. The first Ant Man's it's very good. It would have been a lot better if 
They no, hadn't you, taken it away from Edgar, right? You know what? I'm actually <laughs> going to take that back. I don't think it would have been better. It would have been different, but I, hmm, I am usually not one to say, hey, let's toe the line with like the company stuff. I'd like to see things done outside of the box, like your Thors, like your Guardians, that sort of thing. But if Edgar Wright's version of the Ant-Man story was so far out of left field that Marvel had to step in and say, this is a bit, this is too much. This is a bit too outside of what we want want to do with the character. Maybe it's for the best that he didn't stick with the project. That's true, but this is before Guardians That's blew true. that out of the water. That's so. true. If Ant-Man would have been made after Guardians 1, I bet Edgar Wright would have stuck with the project and it probably would have been a little bit different. Yeah. It probably yeah, would have been true. a lot different. Yeah, true. But Ant-Man was still funny. Oh, and yeah. You, and yeah. you could tell there were remnants of the Edgar Wright script in there. His his the the um secondary character, his uh buddy when he tells the stories. When he tells the stories, that is Edgar Wright oh, yeah. to a T. I mean, you got to remember, Edgar Wright made the best movie of all time, Hot Fuzz. He did. I love that <laughs> movie. Very true. Yeah, it's a very like, good Of movie. that trilogy, it's the best one. Oh, yeah. It's, mm. it's probably literally one of my favorite movies of all time, if not my most favorite it's movie. It's stupid quotable, and I quote it all yeah. the time. It is very, very Even to good. people who have no idea what the, what the crap I'm talking about. <laughs> well, speaking of Marvel superhero movies... We have one more thing before we can get off superhero movies. Uh, there were some on-set photos released of Brie Larson in her Captain Marvel costume. And, the, and it was green. The internet <laughs> w- lost their collective minds. Bluish green. Like they do. Because the suit was green and black instead of dark blue and red. red, red and like yellow. the current incarnation of the costume. There are a couple things I want to say about that. One, this it's all pre-production you don't know what they're doing with any of that stuff Two, the original captain marvel costume was white and green marvel captain marvel yeah so for all we know this is a precursor costume like a cree uniform a cree uniform um from what i understand there is now this uh could be totally wrong to take it with a grain of salt but from what i understand the uh, larger portion of the synopsis is the movie takes place partially in like the eighties with Captain oh, it was the 90s. or the 90s yeah. with uh, uh, Captain Marvel. Um, Carol Danvers basically getting the powers and going into space. And this is her coming back to earth. So for all we know during her tenure in space, she could have had the Cree war suit with the green and black. And at, by the end of the movie ends up in the more traditional uh, red and gold and I, blue. I bet. I would bet money mm-hmm. that by the time she shows up in an Avengers movie, it's red and oh, absolutely, and blue and yellow. Absolutely, uh, agreed. Uh, and you, got, Cody, you actually made a good point. Uh, for all we know, the green on the suit could be green screen, uh, and they could be doing some kind of crazy, you special know, effects. special effects yeah. over top of those sections of the costume, which would be awesome. Just have it really pop, pop, yeah. So. You know, whatever. It, the suit looks good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it looks right. Mm-hmm. It looks like Captain Marvel. Just colors are different. I'm sure it's not going to stay that way. And you know what? It doesn't look like a skin type bodysuit like Black Widow. Yeah. It looks. It looks like a space military kind mm-hmm. of costume. Yeah, it's kind of bulkier. It's a little Which bulkier, is fine. and I'm and I'm good with that. I'm yeah. actually really good with that. Do you think uh, we'll get a shot with her with that crazy mask she sometimes has? No. Nah. I don't think so. Just, you know how Hollywood feels about putting masks on their characters. Yeah. yeah, I know. I mean, how often does Iron Man take his mask off? How often do you see Cap without his mask? A lot. Oh, does Cap does Cap ever wear his mask? Only for like the highlights. Yeah. <laughs> and in the, in the battle scenes. Yeah. For when they really want to CG that battle scene. That's <laughs> I mean, when pretty put much. It on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you think we'll get a reference to the the black onesie? Her, her like bathing her, suit yeah her uniform? one piece i, I hope know. not i actually hope not i don't you know that costume is iconic for carol danvers but it's unneeded in the cinematic universe yeah i know the you know for the most part i don't think it's a bad design i don't either. think it's a bad design either but i don't think the movies have that level of cheesecake's a bad term I it think doesn't make sense in the kind of realistic in the context world of yeah, yeah. The, the context of the world they've created. Yeah, even even Black Widow, who's just wearing a 
black leather bodysuit, there's at least some semblance of like padding. Yeah. And she's super quick and agile. So that costume kind of makes at least sense. makes sense in that context. Yeah. Um, yeah. Flying around in a, in a one piece bathing suit with a giant gold lightning bolt on the front of it. It doesn't make sense when you're standing next to very, you know, modern realistic interpretations of like caps, armor yeah. or costume or like anything really. Yeah, yeah, Even yeah. Spider-Man. Even Spider-Man. Yeah. Okay, so that's enough superhero talk for <laughs> for a while. So let's uh, move on. Cody, what can you tell me about Mario Kart Tour? Apparently, well, Nintendo announced out of nowhere the other day in a tweet that they're doing a Mario Kart phone game called okay. Mario Kart Tour. Cool, I'm they, in. They showed a logo. Sure. They said it's not coming out till 2019 in March, huh? which is more than a year from now. Yeah. And that's it. They didn't have a screenshot. They didn't tell you how it was going to play. And that's it. They just felt the need to tell you that in more than a year, there's going to be some sort of Mario Kart related experience for your phone. Huh. Yeah. It was weird. There was a couple things. I mean, we're going to go over them that Nintendo just tweeted the other day. Yeah, that is. That you think they would have saved for like a direct, a direct. or something. Yeah, that is. Do that you, is weird. Do you think maybe they announced it because maybe maybe some information got out and they were afraid they were just going to stop a leak before it got out? That could be. But if I know information it, it, got out, then it would have been leaked and everyone would have heard about it before Nintendo would have done something official with it. That's how leaks work. It was just a theory. Yeah, it's true. It's, I mean, it's a good theory. I'm not discounting it. It's just... All we can know. basically do is wildly speculate so that's wildly and that's speculate. Like, and that's like what we do. <laughs> yeah. That's the whole point of the show is why is wildly speculate. Uh, we'll tone it down. You're too wild. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say here, it probably is not going to play like how you're thinking. Probably not. No. It's going to be some sort of weird reimagining of the way Mario Kart works. I was actually kind of picturing kind of like the Sonic the Hedgehog run game where mm. it's just like a track runner whatever yeah like an infinite runner infinite but runner behind like behind temple, temple run is the first one of those i think tell yeah like temple run but you have carts and the different carts have different stats on them and you're just trying to beat a time trial maybe maybe i but i really don't think you're gonna be like playing mario kart oh no <laughs> no you're not gonna be racing i mean people. I, i've played a few different types of racing games on mobile and i i've played a few, like they all just play a little different yeah, like it just doesn't work without. I don't want to play Mario Kart without push without any buttons. Yeah, I can't see it working without buttons or a control stick. Yeah, yeah. Well, along with that, there was also uh, news about the Switch Online. Yeah, that was the thing they tweeted yeah. that that's coming out in September, but not what it is or what it'll do. Mm-hmm. All we know is that it's coming and it's going to cost twenty bucks a year to have online service on your Switch. Hey, that's twenty bucks a year versus the sixty dollars or whatever. Well, it yeah, is I think like... that's a fantastic deal. The twenty bucks isn't bad. Yeah, no, no I'm, no, I'm not upset about having to pay for it. That's reasonable. Yeah, but right now I have one game that that does online, and that is Splatoon, and I barely play it. Yeah. I mean Mario Kart does it too. Yeah, but I never use online for Mario Kart. Then again, I almost never played Mario Kart. It's been a minute. It's, yeah. yeah. I mean, they're, they're going to have features that are definitely going to sweeten the pot. I mean... The better. Something about... They've said there's going to be some classic game thing, but mm-hmm. they haven't really elaborated on what that is. I'm more excited for network stability. Yeah, that would be nice. I wouldn't get your hopes up on that one. But it's <laughs> Nintendo. Yeah. Well, I understand that, but that part of that money is going to go toward that. I mean, I, mm. I don't think it's ridiculous for them to ask for money. I don't no. either. To maintain those servers, they need that. And again, like you guys mentioned, twenty is very per year is very reasonable. Yeah, especially if you're getting some kind of classic game along with it. I could see something like it's a uh, temporary, like monthly, not like a you don't own the game, but for a month you can you can play it as much uh, play as you want. a classic. And yeah, it's their version of the of the virtual console kind of. Yeah, then there's kind of I've heard murmurs that they're going to add online features to the classic games somehow. I would love to know how that works, but <laughs> that, I mean that would be neat. Yeah, if if you could play, you know, like it's Tetris isn't going to be a game, but if you could play Tetris for a month and have an online like leaderboord for Tetris, that would be or uh, Doctor Mario. Doctor Mario is a better example because they Mario. will use Doctor Mario. Oh yeah, 
that's rad. Like yeah. I'd be into that for that sure. Would be, oh yeah, that would be cool. Yeah. And a lot of the hardcore communities, you know, of record-breaking classic mm-hmm. games would be into that. Oh, they would go nuts on that. You thing. know, friend of the show Chris Bidwell would be pretty stoked. For I'm pretty sure he would. Doctor Mario. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh, and you know what? Let's go ahead and wrap up with our last Nintendo news. Uh, Josh, you haven't talked about stuff. Why don't you talk about this last thing? Well, the uh, the Illumination uh, Animation Studio. The people who did Despicable Me. Yeah. We're yeah. back in. Talked yeah. About. yeah. It's callback. Uh, it has been confirmed that the, the Mario movie is a go. And Shigeru Miyamoto is producing it. Yeah, great. Shiggy's on board, so we're good. Yeah gotta be better than that travesty we had in the 90s hey that's a great it's movie. a great movie no no it's not <laughs> trust the fungus trust it so bad the great movie yeah so uh so what would go into an illumination uh animated mario movie what do you think the toads are gonna be minions well yeah <laughs> no i feel like if miyamoto is involved it you know, no i take that back who knows yeah god god knows <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i feel like it Honestly, I think story-wise, it'll probably just be a you know basic Mario storyline. Bowser has Peach, and it turns into like an event, an adventure, possible buddy flick at that point. There's got to be some twist to it, though. There has There's to be. There's gonna be some twist that it's gonna be a bigger threat than even Bowser. Oh sure, yeah. yeah they'll situation. They'll have yeah, some kind, yeah. <laughs> or they'll they'll come up with some kind of uh, movie exclusive type character, and they'll probably have a game tie-in for the movie. Oh my God! Super Mario Brothers, the movie, the, the game. The movie, the game. <laughs> yeah, there we go. It'll be like you know, some star thing is happening. Yeah, and it's gonna destroy the world if Mario doesn't stop it. Yeah. Or hey, maybe they'll just make our Mario Odyssey into a movie. I mean, you could. You could. You really, you could elaborate on that, and it would probably work. Oh sure. I mean, the the Brodels were basically minions anyway. Kind of. Kind of. Um, okay, so what is the over-under on Wario and, more importantly, Waluigi showing up in this movie? After credit scene. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like the be- you know, it'd be better to have him than not. Sure. But I don't know if Miyamoto like cares about them at all. Well, they keep using them. Yeah, but they're not really his characters. Like He didn't really come up with them. That's true. That is true. Yeah, it's like it feels like the, the the general Mario cast is so big now. Is it though? Eh, it could be big. I mean, yeah. It's not the Sonic cast. That's the other thing about Sonic Forces. Uh, Vector the crocodile talks and his voice is god awful. It, <laughs> he's, he sounds like Aaron Hansen doing a weird voice. Like a Bob, it sounds like Aaron Hansen doing a Bobcat Goldthwait impression. <laughs> hey, Sonic. <laughs> It's real you gotta bad. Collect those rings. I really, I used to really like Vector the Crocodile's like design and stuff, mm-hmm. but like it totally ruins him. But that's beside the point. Beside the Mario point. Yeah. movie. Yeah, it'll have Donkey Kong, and he'll be voiced by Vector the Crocodile. <laughs> I'm Donkey Kong. <laughs> Will it have Donkey Kong? That's a good question. I mean, I don't think it would. No, I don't think so. I think he could have his own movie, honestly, in, in, unless they throw him in in an attempt to eventually crawl, uh, spin the character off into his own film. I'd watch an Illumination Donkey Kong Country movie. I would, yeah, I would too. But they would have to bring Brett K. Rule. It would have to be classic yeah. Donkey Kong oh, Country yeah, 1. Because yeah, yeah. well, what else is there? Like some wo- uh, some wood boards? Yeah. Wood masks? Oh, yeah, the, the Tiki dudes from Tropical oh, yeah. Freeze. Oh, no, the, the Tiki dudes were from the first one. The bad guys in Tropical Freeze weren't bad because yeah. they were like Viking penguins and stuff. Oh, yeah, that was right, kind of cool. Right. Yeah, it was, it was better than the Tiki guys, but still no K. Rule. Yeah. I I think a Mario animated movie would work. I think oh, yeah. with the right story, I think it could be I think this is fine. this is the best we're going to get. Oh, sure. <laughs> yeah. Now, the bi- other big question I have is... Will they stunt cast Mario or will they get Charles Martinet? Uh, Charles Martinet commented on the the article on Twitter and said, woohoo. So oh. I'm assuming he's involved. That would be cool. Or he's assuming his, he's involved. One yeah, or the other. It'll, uh, it'll be weird to see Mario have like sustained conversations. I don't. Will he? he well, he'd almost have to. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think anyone's going to watch a. An, an hour and a half movie of Mario sounds. 
True. But when Charles Martinet has sustained conversations as Mario, it is weird. It's <laughs> not great. I mean, the the plus side of Charles Martinet as Mario is that they would also be able to get him to voice Luigi, Wario, and Waluigi. So that's four characters for the price of wow. one, basically. On the downside, yeah, Man, you are really, you are really pulling for those two. Those, they're great. They're great. I'm, I'm they're, a big fan. They're of the best bizarre Mario. characters. They're the best and, Mario characters. Yeah, they're like the bizarre characters. Uh, I think that the only thing that I would think with them stunt casting is exactly like you brought up, um, Martinet doing an extended conversation as Mario might be kind of off-putting, <laughs> and also the Mario uh, voice is well he's an italian plumber a very stereotypical (laughs) italian plumber let's go yeah he's an italian plumber by way of mickey mouse a little bit (laughs) yeah so if they were to find someone okay who would they stunt cast you can't say ryan reynolds because he's already pikachu (laughs) they had set pictures from that movie the other day and it made me really excited for it. Really? It was just like pictures of a couple signs. And it was like signs were for in the police station of like missing Pokemon and all this. And I'm like, this is really neat. <laughs> I hope this movie is really good. I'll see it. Why not? Sure. Danny DeVito is Mario. <laughs> no. No. I know. That would be bad. Yeah. The gang goes to the Mushroom Kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, look, it's a bird. It's a birdo. I can't, even like the, even if uh, Captain Lou was still around, I can't get behind, like. I can't hear it. Any voice coming out of Mario, like that particular design of Mario, Mm -hmm. other than Charles Martinet seems weird and wrong. Also, he would be cheaper than any A-list actor they could pull. (laughs) No, I'm serious. I'd almost say they'd have to pull in some comedian to do it. They would have to pull in some comedian. That's actually kind of what I'm thinking. Like Steve Carell's Gru. Yeah, Steve Carell as Mario is not. Terrible. No, I'm not, I'm not saying that's not him. terrible. Know, I'm not but saying no, him. I know, but I was gonna say that's not terrible. That's not terrible. <laughs> um, somebody along those lines, I don't know. Yeah, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Steve Martin. No. <laughs> For some reason, I thought Steve Carell and uh, Stephen Colbert as Mario and Luigi. Col- <laughs> that would be really Col- good. Colbert actually. as Luigi all uh-huh. the way. That would be pretty good. <laughs> or, um, you know, it'd be an easy Bowser. Would be Brad Garrett. Yeah. That would be a really easy be Bowser. Too easy, actually. yeah. Get the guy that did his voice in Sunshine, because I thought that was perfect. Mario, <laughs> everybody loves Mario. I feel like we've been here before. Yes, I'm having, I'm having some like deja yeah, we have, here. we have, we've we've discussed this before, but it's been a while. So now I thought it's we'd relevant. It's relevant now. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. I love the Bowser voice in Sunshine. I was sad they never brought it back. See, I, I never, I didn't really, I can't remember. It's I can't been so long it. since I've played Sunshine. I don't really. You don't really get to hear until unless you finish the game. Ah, see, there you go. That's it. <laughs> it was the only voice in Sunshine that was good. The rest of them was kind of weird. Yeah. <laughs> Sarah Michelle Geller as Peach. Yeah. Why not? I think that would work. Have her do the voice she did as Daphne in the Those Scooby-Doo Scooby-Doo. movies. Yeah. I think mm. that would be a perfect match. Yeah. No, they'll get like some pop star to do it Katy perry yeah <laughs> or like even no go, go disney channel like disney channel skew, younger. yeah skew way younger i don't know any of those I people know either to, uh, the only one i could think of is zendaya and i don't think i actually don't think that would work that's like the one disney channel kid that <laughs> yeah. wouldn't work as princess peach not for any particular reason just i, just, I don't think I it would work i just want her, her to sound so cupcakey as she does in the games her voice acting is always bad. Yeah. It's not great. No. Yeah. They always make her sound like an airhead. Mm-hmm. And like, oh, for the longest time, it just sounded like a man doing an impression of a woman's voice. And for all we know, it might have been. It's <laughs> Charles, Charles Martinet. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, man. Yep. All right. Well, hey, we have reached the end of the show. So we, let's go ahead and wrap things up. You've been listening to Nerd Overload. Thank you all for tuning in. You can find us each and every day over at nerdoverload.com. You can also find us on most forms of social media, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch at Nerd Overload Now. You can send us an email at staff at nerdoverload.com. Or you can also subscribe to our YouTube channel, Nerd Overload TV. Which will have stuff on it eventually. More sooner than later. We say that a lot, 
I mean it this time. <laughs> you are serious this time. I am serious this time. You can find us also on Stitcher, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. We can't say iTunes anymore. It's Apple Podcasts. No more iTunes. Huh, that's weird. Yeah, rebranding. It's very weird. I don't like it. But you can find us over there and, uh, you know, if, you have, if you're so inclined, give us a rating and review. I wonder if it we should be, nice. be on Spotify because we... they are pushing podcast now so might be a good idea yeah i might you know what this weekend i will work on that that's something i i will definitely work on uh anyway thank you all for tuning in and we will be back next week peace out